2: Well, I'll tell you one thing. Based on the rapid-fire mid-air text messages which are arriving on the group chat, there is at least one infuriated JetBlue customer about the land in Florida. And he is having none of it from the listener who checked in earlier this morning to get a douche move ruling. So we may hear from him or his wife. By the end of the show, I, I am I am thinking, maybe, maybe. And maybe. I just
3: found the text that sent it in, so I'm sending Courtney the rat. If they wanted to know the person who...
2: On the flight, they want to know who the rat is on the flight? Yeah. Oh, my God, that could be... An, that could There could be one of those... Keep your uh, sauces, Curtis. One, 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 you know what happens to snitches? Ooh, especially uh, on an airplane. Uh, there, that
4: could be... <laughs> might take off his sweater cape.
2: Yeah, I feel like the next... Never mind being banned from a bar at Okemo or yeah. wherever. I feel like uh, Courtney could be banned from... Uh, air, an entire yes. airline. She put a tread lightly. I, I be mean, careful.
5: She already can't go in Capitol <laughs> Grill. You know she can't go in that one spot, like you just said. I mean, you want to be, you yeah. don't want to be man from this airline. I mean, damn girl.
2: <laughs> um, Sean McDonough is brought to you by Catch's Law Group, New England's injury pros. Set up a free consultation when you visit catcheslaw. And he joins us this morning on the Harbor One Hotline. Hey, Sean. <clears throat>
6: Well, that's the... Good morning. That's the problem, I guess, when you don't listen. As you know, usually I like to listen for a while before I come on for these segments, but yeah. I haven't been listening, so now I'm just totally wondering what that meant. I'll make know, it, the whole cl- JetBlue thing make and it clear. Uh, Is there a Reader's Digest version for those yeah, of us who... Yeah.
2: Uh, Courtney and Santo are heading to Florida. Uh, we will join them next week for three shows at JetBlue Park, but they're taking a few days off, and apparently... Uh, Well-deserved. Uh, wh- thank you. Uh, when uh, boarding so the plane— for
6: her. Oh. To get away from you guys <laughs> is basically what I meant.
2: When boarding the airplane, Santo immediately deposited his carry-on in the first overhead bin while they happened to be seated mid, uh, mid-plane. mid Hmm. So uh, they took up the bin. Wow. Of an, they took up the bin of another.
6: Now that, they were among the earliest people on the plane and did that. Apparently, yes.
2: They jumped the
5: line. Uh,
6: there were other overhead bins available. That—that that is, where we really need a ruling on whether that's a douche move or yeah. not. I mean,
2: it
5: really is I total
6: mean, douche move.
5: Right. <laughs> Don't get no douchier than that. <laughs>
6: no uh, <laughs> uh, that and someone and there is a rat well that's interesting yeah now i understand if they make the announcement you know and all the overheads are pretty much full so you know if you see a place where you can put your bag put it there that yeah. sometimes happens yeah but yeah i see that you know i, I think i fly about as much as anybody and i, I see that one all the time the i'm just going to put my my uh bag in the first over had been that i can regardless of where i'm sitting or how full they are or aren't total douche moves
2: rafael wow. devers spoke to the media yesterday speaking of fort myers excellent and, segue um, expressed a little fr- <laughs> little express, expressed a little <laughs> frustration with ownership um <laughs> do you uh i first of all i'm glad a douche that's,
6: move. I'm,
2: sorry, I'm glad that somebody spoke up and said something
6: Yeah, it wasn't just him. If What I read, you know, Kenley Jansen basically said a similar thing. You know, uh, I think he said it to Bradfoe, didn't he? If the uh, article I read is crediting the right person, Jansen said he was on the impression, you know, the first year here they would try to be competitive, and then the second year, which would be this year, is, you know, when they were going to take the big step forward. So apparently he was led to believe uh, when he came here that full throttle was going to happen. So, uh, it's, I totally understand. You know When you are on a team and you know your team isn't good enough and you know what the flaws are and you know that they had the entire offseason to do it, to address those, and they didn't, I think anybody would be frustrated. You want to win. And these guys know they don't have a really good chance to win. Now, they could catch lightning in a bottle in ten different ways and everything come together. And you know, maybe they're a surprise playoff contender. But I think they're saying – what they're saying right now, because they know, as they're constituted right now, they don't have real a realistic chance to do that.
3: Sean, just your perspective, is there any way that this is a precursor to a sale, or is that just wishful thinking by me?
6: Oh, I don't think so. I'd be surprised. I think they, you know, I think they're accumulating teams. You know, it's almost as if they're trying to see how many different sports enterprises they can be a part of. You know, they just added the golf. And, uh, you know, there's, there have been a lot of rumors around for a few years that they're looking for an NBA team, you know, in addition to, you know, obviously the Penguins and the Red Sox and Liverpool and involvement in auto racing and that sort of thing. So, no, I, I can't see them giving that up. I would assume this is still a moneymaker for them, you know, unless they want to use the proceeds from a sale to buy something else. But I have not heard that, and I'd be very surprised. I think they really enjoy being the owners of the Red Sox. Sean, I
5: understand, like, you know, coming from the world of sports, like, all right, you need some help. But generally, when you got guys on your team saying that, I feel like there's got to be some friction in the clubhouse when you got people talking about basically the starting pitching, so not being up to par. So, how do you think guys like Pavetta, Crawford, or, you know, Bale feel when? They're looking and they're hearing their teammates talk about, well,
2: we have no faith in this rotation. Right. right. So there well, has to be some friction to there.
6: To give Devers credit, he didn't specifically say starting pitching, did he? I mean, I think no. he said everybody knows what we need. So yeah. I think he was trying to be, I think he. that's the reason he phrased it that way, right? Sure. To-
5: but if you're driving around on three wheels and everybody go and you say to everybody, I think everybody knows what we need and they know that you need a fourth wheel, I, isn't it kind of easy to point to the pitching staff?
6: Especially starting well, pitchers? we had this conversation last year, didn't we? You know, when yeah. Alex said the roster is the roster. Yeah. He, and, he, and I got in trouble with him because, you know, Greg made it a big deal on the show to replay my comment 72,000 <laughs> times. I'm sorry even about even that. Even though Alex wasn't aware of it, and so he heard <laughs> it a few days later driving his daughter to the airport. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, you know, he didn't say Nick Pavetta's not good enough or Garrett Whitlock's not good enough or, you know, he, so, you know, I think there's actually some cover for them to, there, too, if we want to get into the specifics, you know, he could easily pull the of the side, but I didn't mean you, you're excellent, you know, we we got a great chance when you pitch, it's the other slappies. The um So, no, nah, and uh, I I understand your point, and I did think of that when I first heard it, but I think he was non specific enough. I can't imagine that it's going to be a problem uh, Sean, in the clubhouse. Sean, and, you should... know, I think if they were having an honest moment, the starting pitchers would right know right now collectively they're not good enough.
5: Hmm.
3: Sean, one of those starting pitchers is Brian Bayou. Uh, Ken refers to him as Baby Pedro. Some do as well. And good news for the Red Sox, according to Chris Cotillo. That there had been extensive engagement between Bayo's representatives and the Red Sox on an extension and when asked if a deal was close, Brian Bayo replied with Spanish's Maso Menos, which is more or less so maybe that'll be the big news today to get people in a better mood.
6: Yep, and that's a good that'd be a good thing. Yeah, you know, it's always good when you keep good players around for the long haul. But you know, it, uh, to me, I was thinking about this morning when you guys were talking about Devers and reading about what he said. You know, why give him all that money if you're not going to put a good enough team around? Him? You know yeah. what I mean? He's just, right. it's, you know, and and as some baseball people have said to me, they gave him $300 million, but so they wouldn't give it to Mookie Betts. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know why, why go halfway there, right? If you're going to give him the money, build the team around them, uh, around him, and They haven't done it,
3: but it just feels like half measure. I totally
6: understand the frustration on on Devers' part, the other players, the fan base. You know, it's 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 understandable, especially when you say we're going to go full throttle. You know, don't raise everybody's expectation and lead them to believe you really are going to try to build a, a good team around Devers and the other guys who are here, and then not do it.
3: Do you believe that they thought they were going to spend? So when Henry or, I mean, sorry, when Warner said that, that he believed that there was going to be cash to spend on this team and that something happened? Because if you're going to say that knowing nothing's going to happen, it's really, really foolish.
6: Well, you know, I I don't know why he would say it if he didn't mean it. I mean, you know who the free agents are who are out there, what the likely market is going to be for those guys. Or you know, you know you, what you think you might try to do in trades. Who might be targets based on who might be available and what you're willing to give up. So you should know the landscape. So you know it's hard to say we're going to go full throttle. Well, never mind. We didn't realize it was going to cost us money to go full throttle, so we changed our mind. Um, you know there are still free agents out there. So you know it's who would help them. I think Jordan Montgomery in particular, if he's still available, unless yeah. he was. Signed overnight? No, nope, he's um, available,
2: and he's here in Boston. Yeah.
6: yeah, I've been hearing and reading that too. So, um, you know, it's 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 frustrating for sure.
2: All right. Well, you uh, will, are you doing any spring training games, or you make your you 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 show up regular season
6: on Wei? <laughs> yeah, yes, I, I'm. I will not be doing spring training games. <laughs> uh, I. <laughs> I will show up during the regular season for a predetermined number of games. Very grateful to Mike Thomas and Ken Laird for working around some of my other conflicts to put the schedule together. But uh, I hope to be there for at least 20 and um, hopefully they're meaningful, exciting, competitive games involving a playoff contending team or two, preferably two. And, but at least one, and you're wearing be, the Red Sox uniforms.
2: You're gonna be right there next to a, a, a baseball Hall of Famer in the form of Joe, yes, and well-deserved.
6: Mm-hmm. And that yeah. probably hasn't gotten enough conversation this winter. Uh, that was awesome. I, I the Dave O'Brien sent us a text message saying, "You know, our boy is in the HOF," and I almost started projectile sobbing. I was so happy for Joe because, as you guys know, you know he's the nicest guy on the planet, and I don't think it would mean more to anybody uh, than it does to Joe, and uh, you know that's forever. I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame forever, and it's always a treat to sit next to him and broadcast those games regardless of how it's going, and it will be again this year. And it's a treat mostly because he's a delightful person to be around, but uh, also to know you had a chance to call games with one of the all-time greats is really special.
2: Sean, as and I always. I like Will Fleming a lot, too. Yes. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> yes, yes. And Lou. Yes, and Lou. Whoever else
6: Thank shows you. up. And Lou. Yeah. All right. Well, we will. Uh, and Lou, yeah. Thanks Fun.
2: Thanks for taking the time this morning, and we will check in again That's next it? week. That's I mean, I yeah. figure with
6: no McCordy, I'd I get more time. Well, you can right? hang on. I Do mean,
2: you want to hang on during the break, and uh, we could do another? No, I really
6: don't. <laughs> 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 That's a douche move right there, asking no, for more no, time. I, no, I don't. No, you don't want me to. You're, you're already giving me the bum's rush off here. So. Listen,
2: I'm on a tight schedule around here. Somebody has to be the captain of this ship. All right,
6: Veritech. <laughs> well, you're, you're on a tight schedule, except when it comes to starting this, I think, soon-to-be award-winning segment at 9 o'clock. Right. All right, we'll get right so back
2: to that next time. All right, thank you, Sean right. McDonough.
6: There he is. you got to have the, a great day.
2: The great Sean McDonough of ESPN and the Shaw Star Market, WEI, Red Sox Radio Network. Here is Shime with what is trending this hour.
7: Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEI.
4: Trending now, brought to you by Lee County Visitors and Convention Bureau. The Bruins are out in Edmonton tonight to take on the Oilers as they kick off their West Coast road trip puck drop is at 10 p.m. Celtics off today before they get back into action tomorrow night in Chicago against the Bulls. Patriots great Matthew Slater has announced his retirement from the NFL after 16 seasons. In a statement sent to ESPN, Bill Belichick said Slater deserves every accolade someone could receive. He is a a once-in-a-lifetime person and the best core special teams player in NFL history. And uh, interesting note, too, for you, Greg. The College Football Board of Managers unanimously approved a model that will guarantee the five highest-ranked conference champions inclusion in the expanded mm. 12-team field this okay. fall along with the next seven highest-ranked teams. All right,
2: Wiggy, you get
5: what you want. Uh, right. And I uh, just a little bit of the 5-7 rule. I saw it, right? So what are the five conferences? The uh, Pac-12. No more Pac-12. Okay, Big 10 SEC. Right? ACC. CC. Uh Big 12, Big 12. That's it. So there's no really no more so, is that next conference? Is it the AAC? The is Mac? is it the MAC? Is it the 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 Sun Belt? I just I'm wondering what how they view because normally we think of the Power right, Five, but right. now because there's no real Pac-12 yeah. no more. Right now uh, that
3: UCLA is in the Big Ten.
5: Right, and basically Arizona and Arizona State, the majority of them are now in the Pac-12, along with Colorado. Uh, excuse me, the Big Twelve. How they play that That's fifth true. conference? Mm.
2: Great! Now I have to have a Big Mac for lunch. Oh. <laughs> Wiggy would love one of those. Oh, I love those. Uh,
5: trending now. <laughs> those things are like
2: crap.
5: I could. You are a Big Mac. I get one
2: sitting. How many?
5: I, if I like said, all right, I'm not going to eat.
2: Yeah, like I feel 24 like four hours. You went without. How many could you put down
4: in one sitting?
5: Uh, one sitting, I probably could do.
2: Six.
4: What? I was going to say seven. So, yeah. All right. Let's do it tomorrow.
3: Big Mac off. Okay. Because you
2: could do six. You could do a half dozen Big Macs in one sitting. Because you got to understand, the Big Macs are not super filling.
5: Yes, they are. No, they're not. not. When you eat a Big Mac, if you just go, like, if you go Big Mac. That's 12
2: burger patties. I love Greg's
5: contortions on his face (laughs) when it comes to food. As somebody who's a Big Mac eater. If you just went Big Mac, no fries, no drink, you could easily eat two and, and still feel like, oh, I could yeah. probably put put a... They're not like a, a heavy type of sandwich.
4: Yeah, okay. All right.
2: Thank you, um, Shine. Appreciate oh, that. Oh, there's Mac. Yeah, Curtis. Uh, real weather- quick, oh. uh,
4: Red Sox fans, it's time for spring training in Fort Myers. Cheer on your favorite team at JetBlue Park. Then explore the islands, beaches, and neighborhoods between games. Tickets for spring training are on sale now. Start planning at visitfortmyers.com. Here's Curtis with your weather.
3: 31 degrees, partly cloudy sky,
0: afternoon high of 38.
1: The smell of
2: around you I'm worried about shine worried. working hard and losing weight and during the break he he started a discussion with Wiggy hot Mike about how six big Macs in one sitting was the floor
4: yeah absolutely. about the ceiling no no no
2: I, I, I feel like the temptation to go back to your old ways is, is looming <laughs> in your mind.
4: No, Greg, I have done an excellent job. I was at uh, a hockey uh, hockey game over the weekend. People sitting in front of me, chicken fingers and fries. Didn't budge. All I got was a bottle of water. Uh-huh. It, the, <laughs> I am I'm just in I'm currently in the stage of food lust. Right. And so I'm just simply from afar lusting after food, but I, I haven't right. I haven't touched a right. single thing. So, so you're
2: going to be able to maintain the look but don't touch attitude correct. when it comes to to Big Macs and other kind of delicious items. Correct. Have you ever seen a transformation
3: occur so rapidly in how someone talks about themselves <laughs> in the third person? <laughs> I know.
4: No, I, I didn't say Chris or Shime. I said I didn't talk no, about. No, I mean there. when you talk
3: about like your fat days. Oh yeah, like those were not That's like true. a decade ago.
4: Uh, you know, it feels like an eternity. Again, I an know eternity. what you're
5: doing, Shime. I feel your pain. Mm-hmm. It is the lusting era that really is the most difficult. <laughs> but if yeah. you can get through the lusting pot. You're all, you're on your way. That That's is it. the yeah. that is the the most difficult part of the diet. Is the lusting pot. It's like. Mm, <laughs>
2: I still oh, don't think there's any way possible that you could put down six Big Macs. Yeah, in one they're not sitting.
5: they're not like very filling. Greg. There's three
2: pieces of bread in them. I
5: know, but I, I if if you the, why do you think Big Mac used to do? Shyam and I were talking about this. They used to have buy one Big Mac, get one Big Mac free because they know that you could easily put down you know Big Macs. They're not very they're not like a a filling sandwich. Uh-huh. So if you save up your hunger and don't eat nothing. You know, Shime says maybe even you get a little bit, you know, you're feeling good a little bit, get a little buzz on, mm-hmm. and you save your hunger. You can easily do that. Mm-hmm. I've eaten two Big Macs. Like, oh, that was easy. I could go for a third. Have they yeah.
3: changed the chicken nugget recipe? I took James there about a month or two ago, and it was not what I remembered as a chicken nugget. Really,
5: I'm not really maybe sure. Maybe
3: could have just been the location. I, yeah, I'm sure yeah. McDonald's is a great place. But Locale yeah.
5: is key, though, yeah, when it true. comes to any fast food joint. Locale is key. McDonald's fries, though. There is no company
3: that has the absolute top-of-the-market item that has sustained itself in the way in which the McDonald's fry has endured the test of time.
2: Well, speaking of the test of time, Brees Hill will argue till the end of time that the single greatest hangover cure in the world is the Fountain Diet Coke or Fountain Coke from McDonald's.
4: 100%. I attest to that. Really? Yeah, I mean, yeah always. Uh, ever since I was a, in college, any time that I have been hungover, that's all I want is a fountain soda. Yeah. Specific, generally, yeah. specifically from McDonald's. Did not know
5: that. But yeah, locale is key, Curtis. So I think it's really about where you're going. I generally I generally stay away from fast food joints in the hood because they never do the food right the way
2: I like it. Try How to many, go to their rich, rich places. Yeah. How many calories would the six Big Macs that you would consume... Uh, result in well, the average Big Mac is probably
5: going to run you about five hundred and thirty calories, somewhere <laughs> in that range. You're so, like Rain Man; it's five
2: sixty three. That is amazing. So, you don't know the name of our traffic manager here at W E I, but you know. So it's five thirty for five sixty three. Yeah, I know it's like okay. around
5: five fifty. So, so do the math. Yeah, What's so that? That'd
2: be over three thousand yeah. calories. Yeah, yeah.
5: And if you if you about, go
2: about three thousand four hundred calories, something like if that. you
5: go along, if you go Let's say you go the good portion of the day and you don't eat nothing, so you get to that hunger point where you're like, "Man, I'm starving, uh-huh. then I think it's easy to do that
3: uh-huh. I have to say uh-huh. that that you're right about that the the Needham Center McDonald's the best in the world, see just absolute
5: gold. It's all about golden the,
2: arches and all gold. about locale all right, well, Courtney is off for the next couple of days. She is in Florida, uh her husband accused of a douche move on the plane this morning. Uh, he apparently is is somewhat worked up about that, and maybe rightly so, if it wasn't a douche move. So I'm anticipating that if they land before we end the show, that we will hear from Santo and he can defend himself. Speaking of that, you had a, a leftover douche move ruling that you required, Curtis. Is that correct? Yes, please. Okay. All right.
7: And now, another episode of Douche Move. Ha, what a douche.
2: Okay. Curtis needs your help.
3: Uh, douche move ruling required. Okay, I know, I know I've know. i talked about it a couple times. I'm a new dad. Yeah. And All right. uh, James and I were grabbing a bite to eat at Tate. Oh, excuse me. Seaport. Oh, huh. in the
2: seaport. Oh. Yep.
3: James loves the fresh mozzarella press with chicken. Okay. And uh, you, as if you don't know, Tate is sort of like a cafeteria style. You wait in line, you get mm-hmm. your order, and then they give you a little placard with a number which will the server will bring you your food wherever mm-hmm. you're seated. How long can one remain at a table in a generally relatively casual atmosphere? This is not, you know, Abe and Louis. Okay. Before it is rude to mm. those that are waiting. Because mm. we stood there for about 20 minutes, people seeing that I'm holding my son, uh-huh. who is a rambunctious year and a half kid, and they're just checking their emails, doing whatever for 30 effing minutes and i had the eye contact a couple times and i get it there were other families no big deal but how long is too long how long does it become a douche move Mm. for you to remain seated after you have finished consuming your coffee and your food were they they seated by themselves these people no they were they were you would have thought they were by themselves everybody mm -hmm. just sitting there knee deep in their own phone so if it's a
5: cafeteria style place and i'm it's not cafeteria style. Maybe like I a mean. Panera bread where you right, put... Exactly. Okay. is yeah. owned by Panera. Yeah, so yeah. where they come, they bring you a little meal yeah. out. You eat. So as soon as your meal hits the table, you got 25 minutes to eat. Perfect. 25 to eat. Right. You know, because it's generally it's not a big plate. You know, yeah. you're not getting this giant meal. And then...
2: No, no. If it's like a Panera
5: Bread style of place where
2: I mean, you got the little not, thing, it, like no disrespect, but it's not the King of England who's walking into the place. Like, I mean, no, 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 those, no. But those, you got twenty-five. Those people are there first, enjoying their food and the conversation. I no, mean, no, no. You got twenty-five I don't think minutes. They're, to under any, they're not under under. What everybody should vacate their seat when At, Chris Curtis arrives. No, but after would be nice. After was, you're finished eating, you
5: have a fifteen minute window. To be done conversating, emails, the restroom, you got restroom of time. whatever you need to do because it's not really, um, if I'm following this type of place, it's not really a sit-down restaurant. We mm. come, we eat, we take our 5, 8, 10, 12 minutes mm. after we're done eating, boom. We maybe take our trays up, dump them in the little thing, leave them there. It's like a Shake Shack.
3: Exactly, mm. it's Boom. it's like an upscale food court at a mall where you bring your food, you got sit you. down, you eat it, and you leave.
5: You got you got thirty, you got twenty five minutes to eat. If you're a slow mm. eater, I will give you a five minute grace period. Thirty I don't, minutes.
2: I don't know that most people in the Twitch chat agree with you, Curtis. Oh, they what a look. shock. They feel like you may be perpetrating the douche move by expecting people to get up and move for you. Of course. If I were sitting there and I
3: didn't have a kid and I saw a guy with a young child, I would say, oh, have a seat. Right. Especially when you're done
5: eating, too. Right. You feel like an a-hole. Yeah, when you're you're done eating in those places, when I'm done eating in, like, those style of places, I generally kind of be like, all right, it's time to go because I know other people are sitting and waiting. Because I would be sitting there looking at them like, you a-hole, get up. Stop chatting
2: it up. You Pat's, got... Pat's Fan 503 in the Twitch chat. You can watch this show on Twitch every day. Thank you to those of you who do. It is presented on Twitch by Elite Vodka. Please enjoy Elite Vodka responsibly. Pat's Fan 503. The question is, before you had James, would you have moved for somebody in that situation, Curtis? Would you have even noticed? Absolutely. First of all,
3: you guys know this. I don't like to sit anywhere for very long periods of time. Mm-hmm. So I'm always, all, always looking for an out. And secondly, I just think it's karma. If I'm seated on a bus, well, I don't really take a bus, mm-hmm. if I'm seated somewhere mm-hmm. and there's a woman in front of me that's pregnant, I say, have a seat. It's the right thing to do. If you're right. eating there, it's not like you're at a fancy steakhouse. Right, right. It's a lunch spot. There's nobody waiting there's on you. There's hustle and bustle. Yeah. People are going in and I'm out. With and you. It, it, it's rude. To sit there and do nothing
5: mm. while someone is with a child trying it's to get a the sandwich. It's period. Even if no, it's like a food court, right? right. Well, you know, when the food courts get packed, you're looking for some place to sit down. You should just eat. And then when you're done, when you're eating, you've got five minutes. You know, I, I had originally said 15 minutes, but it should be five, ten minutes max. And then you clean your area and you let the next person sit. And so let the record Douche show, move. we
3: went to the corner. Put James's food on the to go the the food bar thing where they do the coffees. No, where they have the to go orders place. Okay, because I did not want to be on top of anybody. Yeah, and I held James, and we left. It was fine, but it was
5: douche move. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a total douche move.
2: Yeah, this is Sean from Rhode Island. Hello, Sean.
4: Hey guys, I'm with you. You know what, Wiggy, your slot on 15 minutes max. There's no decency left in the world. Too many people think these places are their office. Eat, <laughs> clean up, get out. Right. Bye, so guys. true.
3: Well, it's spot oh. on. That it is, is so true. People sit in, like, hotel lobbies right.
4: now and
2: they do, like, Zoom what, calls. Right. I'm serious. You have some decency. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, how are, saying, how are they supposed to work remotely, Curtis? in you, your
5: room. <laughs> if you a, if you were three inches tall. Like, dog, if the lobby isn't your conference yeah. room. Right. Right. <laughs> Maybe two inches taller and a couple neck, ta- uh, neck tattoos and some, maybe a sleeve. Right. You, you just pick somebody and you stare them down and let them know you got another 30 seconds. Yeah. If you ain't up, we got problems. Now
3: I'm terrified that somebody will know who I am, so I just barely look no, at people. No, but you're
5: right. Those type of places, food courts, like fast food restaurants, they're not meant for you to sit there and... Eat your food, be done eating, and then have a conversation. You don't but have Curtis, a
2: waiter. It, it, well documented. Curtis, not a tattoo guy. Like no, me. I know that. But, but he, I'm saying he, if he did. If he did, then he would get the seat quicker. Yeah, because he'd
5: be more intimidating. <laughs> right. He'd look like a biker.
2: Yeah. I should um, get that neck tat.
5: Yeah.
3: By
2: the way, a oh, full sleeve will work too. I, I, I love a good sleeve. I know what you should get. Did you see what <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly had done? Oh, no. What? What a goofball. I think I just, I, I know I just sent it to Brian, and he may be able to show you on Twitch the artwork that Machine Gun Kelly just had you done. You call that artwork?
5: Oh, I, listen, I, I love tattoos, but damn, bro.
2: I, it's nuts because. What you, you in the got, hell? Are you watching? Yeah, yeah. Look at that on Twitch. That is, that's his tattoo. The whole entire upper body is all black. Yeah. Why? Like, it looks Isn't like is that, ink. like, cancelable? I mean, it is ink, but it's. Isn't that nuts? Why? Why? Yeah, it looks Why? like some type of cyborg. Yeah,
5: is what it looks it's, like
2: yeah, it looks like the Terminator.
3: Yeah, like At a what weird point does cyborg. The tattoo
2: artist have
5: culpability in this. Nah, nah. Hey, the tattoo artist has nothing to do with it. You sit down if, if somebody says, "Hey, I want you to, I want you to tattoo a butthole on my forehead," then you just do it.
2: <laughs> Get paid for it. That's just I, you know. Is Megyn Kelly still with him? I don't. I thought they Megan broke up? Fox? Uh, Megan Fox, I, mean. I was going to say, <laughs> oh. Megan Kelly, that would be a weird uh, yeah. weird. I thought they broke up. Ma- Megan, no, I
5: think. Megan Fox, yeah, I know you're talking I'll, about. Hold on, yeah. let me check. Weren't they drinking, like, blood or something or something here just recently? I thought they.
2: Or they were drinking blood?
5: Oh, yeah, at some Halloween thing. Oh. They had, like, you know, chains with he had her blood and she had his with something oh. weird. <laughs> he went from, he was like, he was actually a good hip-hop artist, mm-hmm. and then. I don't know where he went. Eminem dropped a couple diss, line, diss tracks on him, and then Machine Gun Kelly went to all. Cause he well, was ex- it's hard
2: to come back from an Eminem disc track. That is true. That's, I mean, really look is. at my man,
5: poor Ray Benzino. Yeah. I mean, and he's falling apart on Drink Champs. But you look at, like, Machine Gun Kelly, he was actually, like, pretty good, and then he followed the route of Kid Rock, but then went Really left. Like, at least Kid Rock kind of said, all right, I'm going to start out as a rapper. I'm going to get in a rock and maybe country, and then that's where I'm going to land. Machine Gun Kelly, I don't
4: know where he is now. They're apparently still together, but working through things. Huh? And are, uh, but it has been difficult to get along. When it comes to Tate yeah. and
2: that type of experience, this is an interesting point from a texter on the Subaru of New England text line. A bigger douche move is two people dining in that type of establishment together, and one goes and grabs a table before the other one has even ordered. That is... Do you agree with that? Faux pas. That That is not acceptable. Selfish. Totally selfish. Like, everybody orders, then you get a seat when your food is available... You don't go and steal the seat before you've even ordered. Oh, uh, okay. So it's and not like, like Paramount
3: and Southie is a great example of this. They have a similar style and it works. You wait in line. Yep. You put your order in. Yep. Then you sit down. And as the process, it's like it, it just works. People will constantly mm. try and sit first. And it, that's the other thing that always gets me. It's like, you, what, everybody else doesn't want to sit? You're the only person that needs a chair. You're the only one that, like, oh, we're all waiting in line to order before we sit. We didn't realize you could do it. It's like the guy that goes in the left lane that you can't pass on from the pike that, that just goes It's like just yeah. passes you to the left. Oh, we're just sitting here waiting in line because we're morons. Your time is valuable. Our time isn't. <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I am a breakdown lane driver, so I don't oh know if you're God. talking about that. Oh, but I've never been to this Tate's place, but I, I'm with you that the those fast food type of joints, they should be 30... 30 minutes to right. eat, and you should be getting the hell out and of here. And if day. it's not full, who cares how long you right. sit? But if yeah. people
3: are
2: trying to find a table, it's just douchey. All right. So uh, in general, I think most agree with you, Curtis. Thank you. Uh, that is an actual you know, official you, douche move. You know who
5: they're like, those people? I guarantee you those are the same people that sit in the damn parking spot when they know you're waiting oh. to turn in, and <laughs> it's
2: it's like they – you. They're like going over their receipts in the car. Receipts. They got to load the stuff in the trunk. They got to get. Well, that's okay, putting the stuff in the
5: trunk. No, but there's a a way you
3: do it. The guy that asked about if I was polite to others prior to James, I pride myself. If somebody's trying to get my car, my parking spot, I'm leaving the store. Mm. I am in and out in five seconds. Yes.
2: I want that guy to say thank you. We're right. on yes. our way because that's karma. Yes, because we have you- we have learned that you are polite in all things, including sex. Right. Well I'm a virgin, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> polite sex is your thing. Right. Courtney says that. That's all right. Awesome. Will we will we hear from Santo before the show ends? I hope so. Maybe. Gresham Foyer coming up at ten. We'll be right back. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else.
0: You have to let that rock out the The oil down the desert way Had been shaken to the top The shaking from his Cadillac He went cruising down the hill The prison was
1: a standing
2: And lots to talk about with those guys, including Raphael Devers, suggesting that the Red Sox know, Red Sox ownership knows what their issue is and did nothing in the offseason to address that. Uh, What else? Jason Tatum says he's the best player in the NBA currently. Mm -hmm. And Wiggy agrees.
5: Yeah, Curtis is right, though. He has to win a championship if you're the best player on the best team. You got to be the guy that is able to take this team over the hump, you know, and um, that's kind of what, you know, you start to look for with him, for him to take that next step to, you know, what that next step into being a great Celtic legend.
2: Yeah. Well, J.J. Redick, I think, said yesterday that, that they have the best three in the NBA in the form of Christoph Porzingis, and um, I might I might agree with that. So pretty cool um, if yeah. it's
3: true that Tatum is the best player in the NBA, and maybe he is. If true, that would really continue the Boston tri- sort of trajectory here of having at least one player that is the best at what they do in their respective sport for like over a generation.
2: Mm. Yeah, you had Brady yeah. forever. Yeah,
3: before Brady had Pedro. Yeah, you know now you have you know Tatum in the right. '80s. You had Bird. Right. I mean, for pretty, yeah. pretty lucky in terms of being able to at least call one. Would you player, put like
5: Bergeron in that category? I don't or think he's the best. You got to be the best player. Like, and, no, right.
2: I was. I mean, you you left you left that guy off the list. It's Bergeron. It's
5: betrayed, uh, but he's, but Curtis said he's not on that list. He's so. not the
2: best player in the NHL.
5: Yeah. I, oh, okay. I say like the Clark best, McDavid, Yeah, probably, you're saying right? the best player in their respective sport. Right. Okay. And For me,
3: the, my favorite Bruin is Bob Ascenza, the goalie Bob. He's the man. goalie Bob. Oh, remember <laughs> knows, now it is
5: now uh, goalie Razor. Right. We know <laughs> that Swayman goes to him for any advice. And the biggest thing that you buried
3: the lead that Greg Hill, after months of fighting, has now acquiesced. He is on board. With Wiggy's take, it's yeah. time to trade Linus. Well,
2: yeah, I think he's the guy to trade because if you're gonna be invested in Swayman yep. and you're gonna you're, you know gonna pay him what he will deserve to make next go round, mm-hmm. then I think Shime is right. Like you can't. I don't know. You have to be a little bit panicked is not the word, but a little bit alarmed with the home stand. I think, um, and so. I don't know if I would project ahead like Scheim did and say they are definitely uh, going to exit in the first round, but I, I I just don't know what Don Sweeney thinks. I don't know if he. I mean, he's been very active. Uh, hence, why you have called him the Sweeneyus at times. He's been very active. Last few uh, trade deadlines, but I don't know how he feels this year going into it.
4: The issue, too, though, is they're just so tight up against the cap. And unlike football, this is a hard cap. Like mm-hmm. this cap actually matters, and they are very tight to the cap right now. So, like, even if you trade Mark it's like, okay, cool. There's five million That's bucks 5 to million. play with, yeah. but it's not. You're not talking like some big. You're not going to get an eight million dollar defender like a Lindholm or McAvoy. But if you package Lindholm in there
5: with. Linus, yeah, I don't think or, they're going to do that. Or some, maybe I I, some other. I don't
2: know. Yeah, I don't know why. Oh, I, I mean, unless people are going to look at him and say he's a change of scenery guy, but I don't know why there would be that much. In- I mean, there's there would be definite interest in Olmark. Yes, um, but, but what about if you add some other
5: pieces into that? Whether I know Shine wants to ship out Grizzlick, I don't. Maybe oh Ol- Lenus and a couple other pieces is able to get you that high-end defenseman that you're looking yeah. for.
2: Well, teams, the teams would be interested in him mm-hmm. uh, because of his uh, extreme similarity to a goldfish. Uh,
3: it's all about having the mind of a goldfish. Yes. I mean, <laughs> amen to that. 100%. Oh, I love that drop. <laughs> uh, uh, just so you know, great X Bear thinks you have dumb ideas. Really? So, yeah, Which he's, one he's is he, says he talking you about? You get no value trading a goalie, and okay. uh, nobody likes Twitch. Uh, that, just, oh,
2: wait. wait uh, did he say nobody likes no, Twitch? No, it X-Bear? doesn't matter
3: at all. Oh. I mean, There's oh, a lot of value in trading a goalie. Wait, wait,
2: wait, wait a minute. X Bear is, isn't he an amateur radio expert? He sure is. Emphasis on amateur. <laughs> did he say Twitch didn't matter? Right, right. Irrelevant. Well, he must not. He must not understand the intricacies mm-hmm. of the rating system that right. he portends to know so much about. Right. Uh, and the Twitch chat was
3: not a fan of the douche move. They don't like complaints.
6: Oh,
3: <laughs> oh they don't. Oh, they don't like hearing Jeez. other people complain.
2: Oh, I can't believe that. I don't understand why I, I, Twitch is as valuable as any other portion of this program when it comes to what listeners up, and Twitch? viewers. Yep. Revenue is good. You watch this show on YouTube. You can watch this show on Twitch can stream this show at weei.com You can download the Odyssey app and go back to listen to things that you might have missed. And if you know. listen
3: to us on the app or over regular uh, your car radio, thank mm-hmm. you. We just finished a monthly, just a monthly, but over oh. an 11 share for, oh, for the month. An 11 share. Yeah. Is you know, that good? I mean, that's last it. year at this time, we did about a five-something. Oh, so geez. doubling was, the ratings is always mm-hmm. good. That is oh, fantastic.
5: Seven that's this year, and who knows where uh, we go uh, next year. Uh, right. Maybe well, six. Maybe oh.
2: That that's that seven it really has nothing to do with the rankings. That's No, no. I'm just like, you know. That's just a sample of some program directors around the country. Uh, who, please don't, please don't brag about that.
5: Well, oh, I mean, I feel I'm like really, I'm pro, you, I pro. Tol- that's
2: I told you, people wanted you to stop bragging. About isn't that. like,
5: isn't like pr- I'm program directors like the front office people. So that would be like giving an award to somebody that's for that's really top true. ten players, but yeah. based off the front office people. So yeah, I don't know. Right. All right. Oh, well. well, I'm still learning. I got. South- I haven't finished the book uh, from Gresh yet. <laughs> Radio One Hundred and One: Insides and Outs. So. <laughs> I'm still learning. Always on time. Is the uh, time. All right.
2: Uh, I think we got to go. <laughs> 1049. forty nine, Final hour 101. Sadly, time for us to go. That is a great title, though. It's Always that time. On time. <laughs> yes, it's that. It is that time. We got to go. Great job today, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 6. Mike Milbury on the show tomorrow. My guy. Yeah. So we'll see what he thinks about a trade. He already, he's down with it. Yeah. All right. Um, Gresham Foyer next. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for streaming. Thank you for Odyssey apping, and we'll talk to you tomorrow morning at six.
7: How powerful is Cox Internet?